A lawyer is suspended for pooping inside Pringles cans and throwing them in parking lots. South Korean airlines will soon be required to remind passengers not to open the doors mid-flight. And a Russian prison is playing Bon Jovi and Moby songs on repeat. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And sometimes I'm funny. Most of the time, I'm just sort of mildly humorous. A lawyer has been suspended over pooping in Pringles cans. The Ohio Supreme Court had to suspend an attorney who defecated into a Pringles potato chip can and then tossed it into a parking lot of a crime victim advocacy center. The name of this moron is Jack Blakesley. His conduct is being called into question, as is his fitness to practice law. Yeah, and I would like to add his fitness to actually be a human being out in the real world. This guy sounds like a maniac. Pooping in Pringles cans and throwing them into parking lots. But this is like childlike behavior. You wouldn't expect this from an attorney. Blake Slee's defense. He claims he didn't target anyone but had a bad habit of putting his feces inside Pringles cans and randomly throwing them from his car. He claimed he pulled the Pringles prank at least 10 times that year. (laughs) Stop talking, sir. Stop talking. (laughs) Just say you did it the one time because you had an emergency. I mean, it's just going to announce to the world. Yeah, this is just one of my hobbies, you know. Once a month, I like to poop in a Pringles can and just chuck it out the window. I call it a poop bomb. (laughs) Hey, come on. I don't throw it at people. I certainly don't throw it at my clients. I just, I like to find an empty parking lot. (laughs) I mean, there was a one time I hit that homeless man in the belly. But mostly I don't hit people with my poop bombs, my Pringles poop bombs. (laughs) You know, once you poop, you can't stop. You know, (laughs) What's the phrase was, once you pop, you can't stop. Once you poop, you can't stoop. Now, the court didn't buy this explanation, and they say that Attorney Blakesley purposely chose... the Haven of Hope in Cambridge as his particular Pringles poop drop zone. (laughs) They're like, no, you're not doing this randomly. You're a serial Pringles poop lever. They got some surveillance surveillance video going back to November of 2021. (laughs) I'd like to talk to the editor about (laughs) these surveillance videos. All right, I cut together all all the poop footage, all right? There's a pattern here. I've discovered a pattern of his Pringles poop can procedure. Now, it says here that attorney Blakesley, a.k.a. the serial Pringles pooper, has had a relationship with the Victim Advocacy Center. He's been seeing clients there for years. He was scheduled to see a client in court 15 minutes after the Pringles deposit, apparently. At the time, the lawyer was representing someone accused in a capital murder case. I'm wondering if the criminals that he's represented over the past few years can ask for a mistrial based on this information that's come to light. He clearly is insane, (laughs) a total sociopath. So maybe you can claim defense by lawyer insanity. No, no, I'm not insane. My lawyer is insane. Can we get a... 
We get a mistrial. I'd like to get a lawyer that doesn't poop in Pringles cans and chuck them in the court parking lots if I could, please. Now, the court has had enough of this guy's crap. They decided to suspend Blakeslee from the practice of law for a year and a half, which I don't think is long enough. I think this guy should be banned for life. He's a sociopath. He should be banned for life. For life. This is a lawyer, man. You can't have a lawyer that's into stuff like this. I mean, that's okay if he's an Amazon delivery driver. I mean, they're always pooping in jars and leaving them places anyway. It's not their fault. They're not, they don't really have bathroom access. Now it says here, Blakesley has been an attorney since 1976. He had no prior disciplinary action against him. In determining what punishment to give out, the court relied on a previous ruling involving the naked photographer. Ooh, let's learn about the naked photographer, an Ohio House GOP attorney who photographed more than 30 women as he flashed them. Oh, this is fascinating. The naked photographer should get together with the serial Pringle pooper. <laughs> they could do, I don't know, a coffee table book. Nice photos of uh, the man's Pringles deposits <laughs> over the years. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I would buy it, though. What a weird gift that would be. This guy should, this Pringles poop guy, I was thinking, should get together with the the Pringles wine drinker that I covered. Remember that story years ago about the individual driving around in a Walmart cart in the Walmart parking lot drinking wine out of a empty Pringles container. It's all coming back full circle, guys. Yay! South Korea Airlines will be reminding passengers to not to try to open the emergency exits in flight. South Korean Air will soon be actually required to remind passengers that they must not attempt to open an emergency exit in flight or to tamper with an airplane door whatsoever. The new rule follows an incident in May when a passenger aboard an Asiana Airlines flight successfully managed to open an emergency exit door while the plane was still in the air. Yeah, I heard about the incident. I didn't cover it. Probably should have. It is quite weird. Someone sent me a story recently. Last week, someone opened the emergency door while the plane was on the tarmac still. I just don't find these stories that weird because they're so common now. The airline's shenanigans I've sort of had to shy away from as far as segments on Weird AF News. I mean, something is no longer weird if it's common, I think, <laughs> on some level. Anyways, clearly this is an issue, and opening it in flight, I mean, talk about a terrorist act, right, on some level, to be opening the, the, the door in flight. That man should be arrested. I assume it's a man. I don't think a, I can't imagine a woman ever doing something like this. It's just stupid men behavior. I'm going to open the door. Let's see what happens. <laughs> The South Korean government has drawn up an amendment, actually, to operating guidelines for their local airlines, which is going to require them to make an announcement warning passengers not to open or attempt to open an emergency exit without good cause. Now, they should probably do this in the states as well. It's just going to add to the lengthy rigmarole that the flight crew goes through when we're taking off. You know, they... They show you where the emergency doors are. They show you how to operate your flotation device. They go through the whole thing, and now they're just going to have to say, and please 
Don't open the doors at any point, whether on the tarmac, on the runway, in flight. If you could please not punch any of the passengers. And um, don't eat a four lobster meal if you could do that as well. We don't like that. No one wants to smell that. If you could um, not take out your penis and touch it while staring at the woman in the aisle across from you, if you could not do that. If you couldn't, if you could refrain from just jumping up and screaming anything racist, that would be pretty cool on the flights. <laughs> I mean, there's so much you should say. Anyways, just as a rule, it's sad, but it's true. It says here the operating guidance currently compels airlines to make an announcement warning passengers about smoking in flight, using electronic devices, and interfering with crew members, and that these actions could result in criminal prosecution. The draft amendment for Korean airlines will be made available for public review. And if approved, passengers will be warned that tampering with an emergency exit could result in a prison sentence of up to 10 years. The change in legislation follows the alarming incident on May 26th when a man managed to open an unstaffed emergency exit on an Asiana Airlines-operated Airbus A321 aircraft as it was on final approach to Daegu Airport. At high altitudes, airplane doors can't physically be opened due to the change in pressure between the inside and outside of the airplanes. But at lower altitudes, like in this case on May 26th, it is, it is technically possible to open an emergency exit when the airplane is flying. I didn't know that. It's good to know that they, you cannot open it at higher altitudes. But you should just have it kind of locked on the lockdown status. Maybe only airline crew have a key to that door. I mean, telling people they're not going to do it, I, you know, isn't going to stop the maniac who, whose intent is to open it from opening it. You know, they're they're already out of their minds. They've already they're already ignoring ramifications, future penalties, and reality in general, and they need their head checked. So they're not going to listen to some, you know, flight crew telling you, oh, and by the way, please don't open the doors. You know, they're there to do damage or something. Or maybe they just want to... Are you guys familiar with the D.B. Cooper incident? It's very famous. Man hijacks the plane somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Demands ransom. They deliver the money. And then he demands a parachute as well. And then he jumps out of the plane with the money in the parachute. Never to be found. So it's a mystery. Many people have come forward claiming that they were D.B. Cooper on their deathbeds. Or people saying that they, someone told them that they were D.B. Cooper before they passed away. But I don't buy any of those stories. I think the body was lost in the dense forest up there. But who knows? It's a fascinating mystery. And there's a couple documentaries out there about it. If, you, um, if you're into weird documentaries, I think you'd like that one. Anyways, I'm rambling on. But this is weird AF news. You know, I do, I do the story and then I, I send you on your way. Onto something else, even more strange, to you know, just bring more strangeness to your life. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help you out here. Sign up to the Economist for in-depth, curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to the Economist Podcast Plus. 
The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Russian prisoners are forced to listen to Bon Jovi songs on repeat. Is that supposed to be torture or what? Why Bon Jovi? I mean, I think this choice gives torture a bad name. Hey, Shot to the heart, and you're to blame. You invaded the Ukraine. Let's find out what's going on in this Russian prison. One of Russia's strictest prisons has a playlist of songs it plays to inmates every single morning over loudspeakers. The playlist includes multiple Bon Jovi songs, hits by the DJ Moby, and even Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh, I like Thunderstruck. Um, This is all according to a political prisoner that's in this prison. Other songs include the Russian National Anthem and some songs about Moscow. This place is called the Kapotnya. Kapotnya? Kapotnya. I can't say this word. Kapotnya. Kapotnya. It's a pre-trial detention center. It's located in the Caponia. Caponia. District. It's 11 miles. It's 11 miles from Moscow city center. That's all you need to know. It has hosted such political prisoners, artists, organized crime figures, business leaders, terrorists, government officials that have been accused of committing various crimes. This is a big time, big time detention center. I still don't know if this music is being played for pleasure or for torture. One of its recent high-profile detainees here was opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who was held there in quarantine before being transferred to another jail to serve out his nine-year sentence for fraud. All right. This guy's an opponent of the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. So I, I just suppose it's high-profile dissidents. Is dissident a word? I believe it is. I know it's a Pearl Jam song. There's a former inmate describing the harsh conditions in this place. In, in some blog post saying that it was so strict. This person was punished for making a cup of tea after lights out. Oh my goodness. One political prisoner currently being held at Kapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapokapok
<laughs> which, which just begs to be parodied in prison. It's my life sentence, yes. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. So what do we think of this? I mean, I, I don't know. To me, Moby seems horrible, but I like the other songs. I, one could make the argument that any playlist played on a loop, any songs played on a loop every single day for years and years would just make you go crazy no matter how good they are. But it just would seem to me that some artists would would violate the Geneva Convention. I mean, if you're playing Adele on a loop, <laughs> that's going to kill me. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I mean, every song by Adele just is like written to make you cry and stab yourself in the eye. I just I can't stand. Is it me? I just hate. I hate Adele music. I just hate it. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. And if you uh, really want to torture the criminals, if you could just play those BK ads on a loop, those are horrible. Any Spotify account that plays with the ads and a non-paid Spotify account will drive you insane. I can speak from personal experience because I've been listening to, to a Spotify unpaid account for years and I'm just bombarded with horrible, horrible ads. Lately, it's been BK ads for the last three months. Prior to that, it was horrible State Farm ads with Peyton Manning's annoying voice. All of these will drive one insane. All right, and I guess lastly, I'll put it to you, listeners. What artist, artist's song or songs do you find torturous to play on a loop? Please call me, 646-450-2012. I'll now sing a Bon Jovi song in a Russian accent. I walk these streets, loaded six-string on my back. Play for keeps, because I might not make it back. I've been everywhere, still, standing tall. I've seen a million faces, and I've rocked them all. Because I'm a cowboy. On a steel horse I ride. I want it, dead or alive. Yay! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, pooping in a can. It is Pringles, my favorite can. Oh, pooping in a can and throwing it in a lot. <laughs> So stupid. That was fun. I like to sing stupid song parodies. See how I tied it together? I tied like two segments together in the same song parody, guys. Oh my. I mean, just that's talk about like it just is such a complex brain, guys. I mean, that's what I'm walking around with. Can't help it. Someone's gotta do it, guys. Someone's gotta do it. Why not me? Why not me? I'm in a closet. This is how I deal. I'm highly caffeinated, and I want to thank you. Feeling very, um, feeling very on point today, and these stories were quite nice. I want to thank everyone who sent me stuff. You can always email me stories to funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones. That's what's up. And uh, I just want to give you a heads up. Anyone in the Bay Area, I'm coming up, coming up. Doing shows, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday, up in the Bay. 
most of those shows are in Oakland, but we're doing we're sprinkling in some San Francisco as well. So if you're up there, man, go to my Instagram, follow me, send me a DM, tell me you want to come to the show. I'll I'll tell you which one is good. Maybe I can put you on a guest list or something. At Funny Jones, that's the deal. That's the deal. If you want to support the show, you know what to do. You know what to do. You can buy me a coffee. Yeah. You wouldn't. You, why wouldn't you buy me a coffee? It's a good way to support. Jonesy, buymeacoffee.com is a website. Do you know that? If you go to buymeacoffee.com slash funnyjones, you could buy me a coffee for the holidays. So it's pretty cool. And then you can write a little message. And then on the website here for Buy Me A Coffee on my page, you can your little message pops up. All the nice things people have written about me. Sometimes when I'm feeling low, I just go here and I read the things that they said about me. Uh, and sometimes when I'm feeling great, I go to the Amazon reviews and read those uh, horrible reviews that I got. That's great. That'll bring me down to earth. If I think I'm getting too big for my britches, I don't know what that means, but people have used to say that. <laughs> Who said that, Jonesy? People in medieval times? Yeah, medieval times, probably. <laughs> I want to say I heard my grandma say it. Too big for your britches. That's <laughs> when she want to take you down a peg. Anyways. Um, so yeah, buy me a coffee at that website or go to Patreon, patreon.com slash weird AF news. That's a place you can support the podcast by buying me a cup of coffee every month. Why wouldn't you keeping me caffeinated, keeping me caffeinated. I mean, you can actually mail me coffee grounds if you want and not just email me. I'll give you my address. If you want to send me something for Christmas, it'd be pretty sweet. Maybe something for the closet. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know when a closet assistant, That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. Not much else going on. Hope you're uh, happy. Hope you're healthy. And I hope you're having a great life. Good luck with your life, man. <laughs>